Hi there, I'm Hallie Barham. I work on the corporate communications team and I'll be your host on this episode of In This Case. Today we bring you an interview with Patrick O'Connell. I've been with the company for almost 13 years. Logistics at Ilti is, it's very simple in that it's just about getting the right product at the right place, at the right time, and obviously at the right price. And I think if we if we do those things, we satisfy the needs of our customers and we satisfy the needs of our business. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to In This Case, a podcast from Hilti that goes behind the scenes at one of the most iconic brands in the world of construction. We'll talk to the people who make it all happen and ask them who, how, what if, and of course, why. Here's your host, Hallie Barham. Thank you for joining the podcast, Patrick. So to kick us off, can you describe your role as a senior vice president of logistics in a few words? In Hilti, uh, logistics is basically responsible for all finished goods uh, distribution to our customers. And so what that means within North America inside my scope would be everything that we buy or receive from suppliers or from internal manufacturers. Once it's completed, we then order, we plan the goods into the country and we then store them and distribute them to our end customers. So this obviously wasn't your first role at Hilti. So can you walk us through a little bit of what your career history has looked like at Hilti? Yes, I started at Hilti responsible for distribution operations in North America. I was working out of the Tulsa headquarters at the time. We had almost 20 different warehouse locations, and we were basically trying to define how we wanted to go into the next phase of growth, and then the financial crisis hit. So I managed our distribution network for about three and a half years during that period of time, also establishing and defining how we wanted to strategically bring goods into the country. And about that time, I had an opportunity to move to Germany, where I took responsibility for distribution operations in Central Europe. And the team there, and and what we were trying to do was establish a regional structure. So we're setting up facilities to be able to cross-border ship, because before that, we could only ship or we could only work with inside of the country. And was there in that role for almost another three and a half years or so before moving to Northern Europe, where I took responsibility for logistics in the E1 region or the Northern European region, which was both transport, warehousing, and materials planning. And I was there for almost four years. That's really interesting. Really great that you got to live in all those places. So how did you find your way to Hilti and what attracted you to the company? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't know exactly how I found my way to Hilti other than a random recruiter headhunter that was looking. And I was not really in the market for a new role. I was a little bit starting to think, okay, in my previous employer and previous role, what was going to be next? And I got just a random request. And I had known Hilti. I knew the name. And I knew the name because earlier on in my career, I was running a facility for AT&T, the telecom company, and they used Hilti tools to install equipment on houses, right? So these installation techs would go out. And I just remember them always coming back, reminding me how great Hilti tools were. So this was the, the very simple thing that, you know, seven years later convinced me to respond to the recruiter was just remembering that that brand was so well regarded by those installation technicians. 
What is something you have done in your career that you never expected you would do? You know, when when I first started my career, I don't know if I ever expected to travel around the world and live in so many different places. And I always was interested in that, but never realized what that could be possibly or what how it could possibly play out, right? And I remember when I was given the opportunity to move to Germany, I thought, okay, this is two years and a couple of years will go and we'll enjoy it. And seven years later, we were still in Europe. I just realized how different that was than what probably was originally planned. And, and what it's led me to realize is that you can live and work anywhere in the world and you can make any place home and you can enjoy life no matter where it is. And and just getting different experiences is has uh, uh, been incredibly rewarding for myself and for my family. So what what is it about logistics that you enjoy most? Over the last 20 years, people obviously ask me, hey, how did I get into logistics? Why did I stay in logistics? What do I enjoy about it? I got into logistics out of blind luck. I was in university. There was a program. And I said, oh, let me try this. Why I've stayed in logistics is that I really enjoy the balance between the analytic and the strategic element of of determining how you can really optimize the execution with the people element of of it requires people to execute. And in that two things combined with the fact that every single day you see results and you know were you successful. And that's what I enjoy as I enjoy early early on is that I could wake up every morning and know was yesterday a good day. And I could know did I bring value for the business. And I and I could tell were people satisfied with the work based on on how the the day performed and it was just very easy to see tangible results and i think that's what i enjoyed early on and that's what i still enjoy is that you can very much quantify your results and you can tell if you've been successful or not yeah that's really interesting i guess my next question wasn't one that i had planned out but in light of everything that's been going on in the world with the coronavirus how do you think this has impacted the industry how do you think this has impacted logistics as a whole for hilti yeah you know the the coronavirus topic is for sure you know very new and still in development of, of what it means for the supply chain and and I think it's easy to probably speculate right now what it could mean but there probably are some indicators already of what we could expect you know one of which is is just comparing you know your own home personal behaviors with with buying goods and the f- pure transition from going to stores and having things delivered to your home. And I believe that this alone will have an impact on the future. And the U.S. is already slightly behind. So if you just compare the U.S. with home delivery versus China or other parts of the world, we still had a place to catch up. And this, I believe, will be a a trigger to increase this last mile delivery, this final leg of the shipment. Now, is it a complete shift? No, but it will be enough of a shift where the volumes of the transport carriers will significantly increase and that will create pressure on pricing. It'll create pressure on uh, road networks. It'll create pressure to find drivers. And this element will have an impact on the future of how we work. And it will have an impact on Hilti because we'll have to figure out how to work in that uh, new environment where those things are much more scarce. The other side will be, and I think what's probably more unclear is what it means for global sourcing, what it means for 
manufacturing around the world, where we will need to establish more redundancies in our network. We already have a lot. We already have a lot of diversity in our manufacturing footprint. Therefore, I don't see this as a big as big a topic as the last mile topic, but I believe it'll be something we have to really continue to evaluate and learn from over the next period of time, depending on how how long this lasts and how significant the impact is. Okay, so a little bit on a lighter note, if you could choose any one thing in the world that would make your job easier, what would it be and why? Probably the biggest thing that would help us is is learning and there's a lot of technology out there. There's a lot of things happening in the world from visibility and we just have to figure out how to use that better and that will make the entire process of logistics easier in the long term. And we just really start to explore those things and some of them are so far along that, you, that this it's not possible to scale but some of them will become more and more realistic that we will be able to utilize them and it will make it easier. So can you give me an example of how logistics contributes to customer engagement? Yeah, you know, I think logistics is a core piece of customer engagement. We are the last touch to the customer. And what we always talk about within our organization is, is that everybody in the company can do the right thing to get the sale and to get the need of the customer and, and to figure out how to solve it but if we don't execute the last step, and that's you know shipping the right item, making sure the carrier delivers it as expected, then all of that work is forgotten by the customer and they remember this last experience. And therefore, it's critical for us to ensure that we have a high level of success and execution to be able to sustain all the great work that's done before, before we touch the product. How do you feel about working for an organization that dedicates so many resources to their customers? First off, it's really cool, right? If you think about how connected we are with our customer, it's impressive how we know everything that's happening. And by the way, that creates a lot of pressure back on logistics. You know, in many other companies, since they're not connected to the customer, they just execute uh, their operational topics, whether it's shipping uh, goods or whether it's credit and collections, it's all about a KPI or a number. You know, we execute at an extremely high level, right? Performance in our warehouse is 99.89%, right? I hear about that 0.1 or 2, and not many companies get that ability. And I think that's the unique thing that we have is that with our direct sales force, with the way we are connected to our customer, we get to hear what what's really happening, which allows us to react and improve our business faster. Okay, Patrick, do you have a favorite Hilti product? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of great Hilti products. For sure, I even have a few of them in my garage that I use. But my personal thing that I really like that we went after in the last few years is OnTrack because it hits home back with logistics. OnTrack is a system that was specifically designed to track and manage all of your construction assets anytime and anywhere. It gives you visibility into who has your tools, where they're located, and tracks as they're moved between warehouses and job sites. The challenges our customers face tracking their goods and what it means for my team and how we, we manage those things, it brings logistics into, into our customer. And therefore, I think it just hits home. So what's one thing that you think Hilti must do to remain successful in the next five or 10 years? Probably the one thing we have to do is continue to adapt how we work. 
learning how to respond quicker to changes in the industry or changes in our customer needs. And when I think about it within the logistics area is learning how to adapt our processes in a world where technology is raising the bar quickly. What is something that keeps you up at night? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question for sure. Probably there are different things that keep me up at night, but the one that keeps me up at the night most is actually not work-related at all. It's my one-year-old daughter, and that's probably that combined with my four-year-old to give me enough during the day that when I do get to sleep, I sleep pretty well. So what do you think are some of the best examples of how Hilti is planning for the future? Yeah, I think there's a couple of good examples. On the logistics side, for me, it's our new warehouse management systems that we work to implement in the next uh, two years and new transport management system for uh, how we will be able to route and ship our goods. Up next, something we like to call our rapid fire round. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. What is your favorite city in the world? Dusseldorf, Germany. What character trait do you admire most in other people? Integrity. What's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Be yourself. If you could pick a superpower, what would it be? Super speed of some sort. And then lastly, what profession other than your own would you like most to attempt? Probably being an entrepreneur of a small business. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much, Patrick. I really appreciate you taking the time to answer some of my questions today. It was really insightful and I enjoyed our time together. In This Case is a production of Hilti North America. To give us feedback, ask a question, or share an idea for a future podcast, email HiltiDirect at Hilti.com.